we said. The Press Box. Welcome inside the Press Box. And this, the Press Box podcast, Mike Grace from my partners, Chris Stewart and J.D. Byers. Glad to have you aboard for what will be just a slice of what you can hear each and every weekday on great radio stations around the state of Alabama. Want to find out where? Well, visit our website, pressboxradio.com. You can check the affiliates page to find the station nearest you. On the episodes page, you can hear the show on demand or simply press the listen button to hear the Press Box anytime, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Again, that's online, pressboxradio.com. All right, now to today's podcast. Ross Dellinger, incredibly talented writer, joins us to talk about a couple of stories. We will get to uh, an absolute heartbreaking story that Ross recently wrote for Time.com detailing the loss his own family suffered recently to the COVID-19 outbreak and the pandemic. That, again, is just a heartbreaking story. Stay tuned for that. But we start with what Ross recently wrote for SI.com, Sports Illustrated. He detailed how Scott Strickland, the former athletic director at Mississippi State, now at Florida, well, how he hired Dan Mullen, the guy he hired at Mississippi State, how he was going to hire them away from state to come to Florida. It's an interesting story and not exactly what you think. As Ross Dellinger tells us, uh, not sure Dan Mullen was the first call that Scott Strickland made. That's right. I, I thought that uh, kind of one of the reasons I wrote the story, it, it was one of the more unique coaching searches uh, that I've ever heard of. And, and partly it's because of what you just mentioned there. The athletic director really didn't go after uh, his top candidate, uh, which, you know, is pretty rare. And AD, you know, if you want somebody, he usually starts there. And Scott Strickland didn't start there because of his, connections with Mississippi State. He's a Mississippi State graduate. Uh, he's from Mississippi. So is his his wife. Uh, a lot of connections there. Was the AD there before he left for Florida. Um, and he did not want to go back and steal Mississippi State's most successful football coach. So he started with other candidates, namely Chip Kelly, and kind of went from there. When he eventually gets to Mullen, was the outcry – just considerable and overwhelming from a Gator, uh, you know, donors or fans or, or, or Gator Nation that, hey, this is the guy we want you to go with and was on their radar and he felt more compelled to lean in that direction? Or, or did he get no's from the other guys? Kind of kind of take us through that story. Well, I, I think certainly when it came to Chip Kelly, he got a no. Eventually, uh, he got a no. And, you know, had he got a yes from Chip Kelly, I, you know, I – I believe that Chip eventually, you know, would have been the head coach uh, of Florida. Uh, Scott Frost is a little different, you know. Um, uh, I, I don't know that that Florida was uh, going to offer Scott Frost the job. And, you know, uh, these coaching searches can get weird when it comes to offers and who had an offer and who didn't. But it's pretty clear that if Chip wanted to be the coach at Florida – um, that he was probably going to be able to be the coach of Florida. Uh, I don't think it was the same for, for Scott Frost. And, and then and then Scott Strickland also talked to uh, to Mike Gundy um, a couple of times in yeah. some phone calls. But that one I know for sure uh, that Mike Gundy, even if he wanted to be the head coach of Florida, he was not going to be the head coach of Florida. Scott, I think Scott, Scott, Scott Strickland had two phone calls with him, and that's – that's all that. Uh, that's all that lasted. Um, he he didn't he didn't 
call him for a third time or didn't strike up any negotiations. So, uh, but to get back to your question, yeah, you know, uh, Dan went toward who was his top candidate, Dan Mullen, because Chip initially said that uh, he wasn't going to take the job, but that he, you know, um, that he, he was going to go to UCLA. Ross, it's Chris Stewart in Birmingham, and, and I've known Scott for a long time. He was the baseball SID at Auburn mm-hmm. when, uh, when, when, I, when I first met him. I mean, that's how far back we go. Uh, but I had, there had been a legend about this story, and, and you, you may or may not be able to uh, debunk this. It, you, t- you talk in the story about how Scott's desire was to stay away from Dan Mullen because of his, his affection for Mississippi State and the respect that he has for Mississippi State, which I, I don't discount in the least, knowing his family history there. But there were also those that would say because because you, he kind of knew some of the tough aspects of Dan. Dan can be a bit brusque in some areas and can be a bit harsh in some that there was a real hope that he could go another route, which as you've laid out in the story, there were other options. Do you get the sense that there was – there was a real desire to hire somebody else, not just because it was going to not burn bridges or, or hurt feelings maybe in Starkville, but because it just might be a better fit for Florida to go another route. You know, there, there, I will say there were certain people inside uh, the Florida athletic department um, and, and not, not Scott Strickland who, probably thought along the lines that, that you mentioned there, uh, that Dan was personality wise, um, could be, uh, different, right. We've, we've seen it sometimes publicly, uh, by, yeah. based on Dan's comments and, and some of the things he says, he's, he's just a little unique sometimes. And, and actually three years ago when Dan during Dan's first, uh, year in at, at Florida, if you guys remember, he returned to Mississippi State um, for the for the game against the Bulldogs that, that Florida ended up winning. And before that game, I visited Starkville and wrote wrote this long story on Dan returning. And a big part of the story was Mississippi State fans, administrators, boosters, um, really mentioning this issue, right, uh, about yeah. how Dan was great to have there, but – you know, he could be, um, he had his, his different, different personality. Uh, so I think there was some inside of Florida who probably did think that I don't think Scott Strickland was one. Um, he, Scott Strickland said as soon as his job came open and really before the job came open, before they parted ways with McElwain, he thought, uh, I remember he had a quote to me that I don't even think I ran it in the story, but, uh, it was something like, I knew that Dan, from a football standpoint, will be able to have success here. Um, so I, I think along, you know, I, I do think there were some around him, though, that maybe did think, ooh, you know, I don't know if we want to do this Dan Mullen thing because of his reputation off the field. Do you think Scott Strickland's mind, though, after making the hire, ever migrated back 
when Dan Mullen shows up to a postgame press conference in a Darth Vader uniform, goes, man, I bet Scott Frost or Mike Gundy wouldn't have worn that. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I, I didn't get into that with him, but uh, that, that would have been interesting to see what, yeah, what he, and you know, there's been some other things, obviously, uh, uh, with, with Dan uh, publicly, there was obviously the, the full stadium thing that he, he mentioned last year in the middle of the pandemic that, got him in a little, a little trouble. And, and, you know, that's, that's, that's Dan. He just kind of, he's got that uh, Northeastern kind of uh, way about him that uh, can, can rub people, especially in the South, the wrong way. And he kind of shoots from the hip uh, in, in a yeah. lot of ways. And uh, that's just who he is. And, but there's no argument um, about what his teams do on the field. And that is uh, play hard and play fast and, um, win football game. And, and Ross, there are some who will never forgive him for uh, wearing shorts on the sideline. Uh, that, that's, that, <laughs> that's, that, right. that's one of those you can't, yes, you it, can't it, get away from. It's funny, another guy that, that wore shorts recently during a football game, uh, Jim Kelly, out there out west in the, <laughs> the season opener, actually oh, wore shorts on the sidelines. And look at there. Well, after the hire, uh, where we are uh, with, with Mullen at Florida now, uh, is Scott Strickland happy with the hire? And is Florida uh, fan base happy with the hire? Oh, for sure. Uh, yeah, well, I I, I, I know for sure uh, Scott Strickland is. Uh, um, and you look at his the other candidates, right? I mean, the other top two, um, Chip Kelly's, uh, although he had, seems to have it rolling this year, um, you know, he's won 10 games his first three years. And Scott Frost at Nebraska is about to get fired. Um, so I, I think <laughs> I think he's he's very happy with with the decision that he made. Um, you know, Florida fans are just like any other SEC fan base right there. Um, they are uh, they're going to demand perfection. Um, and the Gators have started this year while two and O haven't looked. Um, perfect, and uh, and so I can tell the responses to that story were very much split from the fan base. They were very much split. Um, you know, it's uh, there were the the fans who who you know enjoyed the the story and the behind the scenes and are happy with how it ended uh, with Dan Mullen, and there were those who you could tell um, already uh, believe that uh, Dan, because of the way Florida has started the year not looking great are uh, are angry and frustrated that's just how it works yeah you you could look at quarterback play is is the right personnel in a starting role i want to ask you though ross because this story about the the hiring process and kind of recapping the hiring of mullen and locating in the other candidates it's compelling to me about and interesting that you get people on the record including a scott strickland how 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 does that actually work and is that process of saying hey here's the story i want to approach here's the facts as i understand them will you cooperate and give me some you know quotes and some some background and some backbone to to actually write the story how, how does that all work out well yeah great question uh first of all you've um you've got to have connections with these people already and relationships and i'm a mississippi uh, state graduate myself and um uh, from from the Mississippi Gulf Coast originally, and have a have a kind of a long uh, working relationship, I guess you could say, with Scott Strickland. So that that always helps to start with. Um, but yeah, it 
it was a case where I, I did go down to Gainesville. Um, portion of the story was done there, uh, the reporting of it. So that helps too, uh, yeah. being down there. Um, and, and yeah, it's, it's, uh, you know, I approached Scott and said, look, you can cooperate or you cannot, but I'm going to write the story. And I believe I know what happened already anyway. And uh, so he sat down with me and we talked on the record and, and we talked a little off the record. Um, and the one thing he didn't talk about, as I put in there, he did not want to talk um, about Scott Frost. And you could maybe um, surmise why. Uh, maybe it's that he maybe a little bit regretted the, that pursuit. And so he just did not want to talk about it. But others did. Others gave me enough information. Um to uh, to go with uh, on that on that topic. Yeah, but, Ross, wasn't there? Uh, yeah, hmm? Did you did you have a source that, that 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 told you they were waiting a call from Scott Frost, a call back, and that they're still waiting for that call that right. just never yeah. came? Yeah, yeah. So the way it kind of went down um, was that the Saturday after Thanksgiving in 2017, that uh, was the last Saturday of the regular season Florida was playing Florida state actually in football at the swamp. And if you know, the Florida athletic administrators offices are in the swamp. So they were in the swamp trying to decide on who was going to be the next football coach. And at that point, that was the last day of the search. It ended up being the last day of the search. And they were ensconced in this office while Florida and Florida state were playing Outside, they could hear the roars, and they were watching on TV, and there was a delay. It was kind of pretty fascinating. And they were down to Mullen and Frost. And that morning, I uh, think before the games even started, they they had spoke to Scott Frost about the job. Uh, I don't believe there was any kind of offer or anything like that, but they had spoke to him. And, uh, and they were talking, and it sounds like they were somewhat in negotiations, uh, you could say. It was fairly serious. And Scott Frost said, I got a staff meeting coming up. I will call you back. And as one of the search committee members told me, we are still waiting for that call. They are happy today with the hire, obviously. How pleased will they be this time next week if he drops two to to Alabama and perhaps by, let's just say, double-digit points at home? Well, I I get the sense that – they all know that it is going to be a tough climb on Saturday. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I'm sure they would love to see, to walk out of the swamp uh, with their coach having won that game, but I do not necessarily think they expect that. Um, uh, they, they've seen Alabama, right, um, up close and uh, in personal, and, and they know how good the tide is. So, I just I don't think the expectation there by anybody, even Florida fans, is that Florida is going to win that football game. I, probably they they just hope that it's still a one two score game in the fourth quarter. He is Ross Dellinger. Follow him on Twitter at Ross Dellinger. Also uh, si dot com si now on Twitter, and of course you can read his work online at si.com. Ross Dellinger, final couple of minutes. Ross, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you about a recent article I saw as well that you did for time.com regarding uh, a personal loss, and I, I, I hate to put you on the spot and ask you about it, but I know that had to be a personal story for you and a tough one to write. You lost an aunt recently to COVID-19, yes? 
Yeah, I did. Uh, it was it was a difficult story to write. It's been a um, it's been a difficult month for my family, uh, my aunt, my uh, godmother, and my mom's sister passed of COVID nineteen. Um, and the you know the story was uh, a little bit about everything. You know, it's about her life. It was about the grief uh, that a death like that leaves on a, a family um, and a nephew. And it was about the vaccine, which she refused to get, um, despite multiple attempts by me and others in my family. Um, and she really didn't have many underlying conditions. There were some, she was slightly overweight and she was on a C, she slept with a CPAC. And so there were some issues, uh, enough to make us fear that if she got it, that she might be in trouble. And despite multiple efforts, um, it failed and she was uh, she was put into the hospital. She was hospitalized about a week after testing positive. And then about a week after that, she was put into ICU and sedated and, um, you know, never spoke to her again. It is a heartbreaking story written from the first person and, and just written incredibly well. I certainly suggest you find it on linetime.com and search for Ross Dellinger's recent article there on time. Our thanks to Ross for joining us on this, the Press Box Podcast. If you like what you hear, a couple of things you can do for us. First of all, subscribe so you get this new one every time the ones come out. Also, you can tell a friend. We would love that. They can find us wherever they find their favorite podcast, Apple and Google, plus iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn. Just have them search for Press Box Radio 1. That's Press Box Radio and the number one for the Press Box Podcast. For Chris Stewart, for J.D. Byers, I'm Mike Gray saying thanks for joining us inside the Press Box. We'll see you next time.